Today, I am super excited to share with you an awesome interview with Amy Bruin, and we're going to talk a little bit about events, some of the biggest mistakes business owners make when trying to host events, and some of the things you need to know, some questions you should ask. We're going to have so much fun. Now, Amy is considered to be by her clients the go-to person for all things event in any region all across the United States. She's become an authority in niche and large scale events and transportation for private and municipality partners, which is pretty cool if you ask me. Um, she grew her fleet from one to five actual trolleys, which is pretty cool, and now works with many subcontractors. She does wedding destination packages for up to 300 people, including wine tours, and she curates wine lists just for fun. Um, now, a couple fun facts about Amy. She is a member of The Social Click, my program for freelancers looking to grow and scale their businesses, which you can learn more about in the bio beneath this video or above this video or at rachelpeterson.com forward slash podcast. But when Amy started her business, she only served locally, and now her clients are all over North America. She's blessed to serve seven-figure businesses with my expertise uh, and hers as well. She gets paid to travel and capture content and she gets consistent inquiries from business owners just begging to find out exactly how to work with her which is pretty dang awesome if you ask me let's dive on into this interview hello amy it's so good to have you here i'm so excited to be here amazing amazing so can you just share a little bit about exactly what you do for clients my niche with my clients is the the most fun of what I do in my business, which is creating uh, custom events and coordinating it along with transportation. So uh, my favorite thing is when clients tell me that they have this great huge event up to 3,500 people and they have no idea where they're, where they're going to go because they are not from our area, um, out of state, possibly, um, possibly getting married. And so I get to ask them a lot of questions about what they like. Uh, a lot of times in my field, it's wineries, uh, breweries, distilleries. I get to ask them about their preferences in wines or the atmosphere in restaurants that they like to enjoy. And then I um, customize a tour for them and experience or usually it ends up being their entire weekend, um, their entire four days that they're here. And that's what I enjoy doing most. That's incredible. Now, I want to highlight this real fast because I know not everybody who's watching has hosted an event, but if you have thought about it or or if you have hosted events, a lot of people don't realize how much goes in behind the scenes, how many logistics there are to figure out. Would you say that most of not necessarily your clients, but many like entrepreneurs and people who are hopefuls about hosting events, they just have no idea what the heck they're taking on and how big it's going to be. I, yes. And I, and I say that with great love and support um, because my favorite thing is when people talk to me about events that they're doing and I'll ask them about such something like, so for what I do, when I go to pick a venue, let's say I actually go in um, under the radar. I don't tell anybody who, who I am or what I'm doing until after I've had an opportunity to uh, enjoy see what the experiences they offer when they're not attempting to impress you because of course as we all know like everyone's going to tell you what you want to hear and then it's really when you watch and I watch things um it's it, the details are in the specific servers and how they interact with the other staff 
what managers step in to support, let's say if it's a busier time of day and you've got a manager that's willing to step in and take orders, that really makes a big difference in having your event go off in a timely and efficient manner. And at the end of the day, you know, everyone has a time constraint that they're working with, especially when we're doing large corporation, corporate events, um, because a lot of times they'll have a dinner that they have to do. So they've given X amount of time to your day event and your, you know, your job, my job is to ensure that it goes off seamless, timeless, um, and so that everyone feels like everything's going to according to plan, whether or not it actually is going according to plan. And that's where the person coordinating it is key, because as long as you have a smile on your face and you're relaxed, as far as they know, everything is going off exactly as is. I absolutely love that. And I do want to share my first story of trying to plan and figure out an event on our own. And it was wild. So we rented an Airbnb in Texas and it was a mansion. And we were like, we'll just have all of the guests stay the night there in different rooms. And just every single thing about the entire event was a train wreck. I'll just be super honest. And we ended the event and we had spent over $30,000 on this event. And I had never planned through like, what's the monetization process or anything. So I was just like, my gosh, events are so expensive. Um, it, it, funny question for you, but let's say someone's like a newer entrepreneur and they want to get into hosting events. Does it always have to be $30,000 per event or what does that look like? Actually, no, um, especially with a new entrepreneur or someone who's looking for a small event. So I typically group my events in under 50 um, and then we have under 100 and then we have above you know, one to 500 and then above 500. So up to the, the 5,000 range, um, the under 50 can actually be extremely affordable. And I do suggest that for all my new, um, you know, the newly engaged entrepreneurs who are worried that they're going to not only not necessarily make money, but that they're, that they're going to get into further debt, you know, they don't have the extra funds to do so. Um, with the under 50 events, um, it's definitely possible and doable. And that's where you really um, just get creative about the venues that you use you select. So for example, I love finding the hidden gems. That's also kind of what I'm known for is I will say there's the most amazing Italian restaurant that you're going to walk in and you're going to be taken back to Italy. Um, but full disclosure, full transparent disclaimer, it's in a strip mall. Um, it's right next to a Hobby Lobby or it's right next to a Gamba Juice. But when you walk in, I, I just... Alex, the owner, is a third generation Italian. His entire family works in the restaurant. You walk in and just the food is phenomenal, amazing. I refer him for our rehearsal dinners and whatnot. The reason why I bring him up is it's hidden gems. So they're the ones, the smaller restaurants that don't necessarily have the larger traffic, but they're amazing. But they also are looking for the drive, the business. And so that's actually a win-win for both of you because they're looking for the business. You're looking for a facility that you don't want to have to pay a big facility fee or maybe have a big minimum food and beverage requirement. And so a lot of times those are great win-win um, opportunities um, with your in a, in a great way to support local. I love that so much. Um, what are your favorite types of events to put together? Um, well, I, I will say, so I've been doing this for over 30 years and it's so interesting because my first event, I kid you not, um, my mom and I coordinated it together. She had, um, she ended up having her own nonprofit, but, uh, for my 12th birthday, we rented out 
an ind independent arcade. So this is way before you were born. We used to have things <laughs> called arcades. And we literally rented out an arcade, um, a small independent arcade for two hours and we had pizza there. And so I, I look back on it now, you know, always doing introspection, like that was the start of it all. And so now my biggest favorite things to do are to someone that doesn't know what they're doing, as I mentioned earlier, and they're not familiar with our area or they're not familiar with what the possibilities are. So I'm planning one in Seattle right now. I'm super excited about it. It's a four day intensive. And so for 2023, that's definitely, I wanna lean into more than that, more into that because I'm having so much fun with it. And what I'm doing is just showing, I just love, like you talk about a lot of times about like you are the authority in your area mm -hmm. and this click, which I adore so much, like I'm definitely not the authority when it comes to the virtual world, you know, even Zoom, you know, I, I now have a new computer. Um, but my point is, I'm like, I realize I am an authority when it comes to those things as simple as picking a venue, um, you know, for this event, when you're having guests that travel, what's really important or not important, but can be a key um, elevation and simplification for your guest is to get a space that actually has a accommodations as well as restaurants as well as um, event space so then that way your guests once they get to wherever it is you're having your event they're they can just relax and they can just focus on getting the value from the host you in this case and just learning all the gold right and all they have to do is literally walk downstairs walk to the next building or you know what i mean and it just really simplifies everything for a lot of people and saves money it saves you money because of course now the venue is very vested in you because you're doing multiple things with them and it saves money for your clientele that doesn't necessarily now have to rent a car for multiple days uh, deal with directions and getting lost and and doing all those things so that, that's what I really enjoy is just yeah. creating. I love that you said like simplification to elevate um, because I think sometimes events can get so complicated so quickly. And I love that you just say like, we focus on that kind of that simplification. And that's a really big thing. Um, making it simple for the guests, making it simple for the host. That's a really beautiful and crucial thing. Now, you are an authority in events. And one of the questions I've been wondering is what are some of the mistakes, like the biggest mistakes you see from people hosting events? Um, yeah, I'm sure there are tons, but what are some of the biggest ones you see? <laughs> I, I think that um, it's so interesting because again, I just been so thrilled to, to see um, everything that we have here. I think um, I would say the biggest um, when it comes to event planning, so we have events and then we have tours, um, with either one, it's, um, having a preconceived notion of the budget. Um, I see a lot of people that they're like, I budgeted this amount for transportation, or I've budgeted this amount for the event. And I'm like, okay, how did you get to that number? And they have no idea. They truly are like, I don't know. It just sounded good to me. And I'm like, okay great. And I'm really glad you called me because based yeah. on my level of expertise, I'll let you know, this is the industry standard. So when it comes to transportation, this is what you're going to pay. And actually this is, and then I'll explain to them how some companies work and how I differentiate myself. Um, I'm super excited because I've done that from the beginning is, yeah, that's how they do it. 
I don't, I don't personally like that. I wouldn't want it. Like, so a lot of companies, transportation specifically will have minimums. Um, and they're like, you're going to pay for us, whether you're in our vehicle or not. And I'm like, no, if I, if I'm just picking you up and then you're staying somewhere for six hours, you don't need to pay me for that six hours. I'll go do something else. I'll, you know, things of that nature. So budget is, is definitely one. Um, when it comes to events, it's not, um, it's not, again, thinking about the logistics of the venue and then food. I think that this is kind of a small one that people miss, uh, but it's been key. And, and, and I've learned from it myself. Yeah. Um, I, I remember this one event, we did a, a wine tour for a wedding and it was 90 people there. Right. So I ordered food for 90 people and we, what's really successful in the past <laughs> was we do it buffet. We just, you know, we put it all out and we know we have, we've ordered more than enough for everybody. And then we ran out of food and I'm like, how is that possible? Like I, I am hundred percent confident. I ordered the food. I talked to the venue. They're like, yeah, no, we added 10%. Most venues will add on five to 10%. And so it didn't occur to me until I looked around. It's, it's typically the big guys. They've loaded their plate up with three to four sandwiches. And now all of a sudden, the women who've waited to the end because they're talking, because we women love to talk, especially when we're at the family gathering. Now they are left with nothing but salad. And it's like, okay. So I will say that's like a key thing that that I even learned myself, and this was years into doing this, that sometimes the added expense of having a server is more than worth it because you end up not running out of food. And that extra $100 to $150 that you're going to have for the server for one hour more than makes up for that. Um, I, yeah. So those are some top three that come to mind. Amazing. This has already been so good, Amy. Where can people learn more about working with you and what it is that you do? Um, yeah. Where can people find you? Well, so hashtag lady trolley would be my TikTok and then also my Instagram and I've got the website in the words and uh, Facebook. And I'm, I'm my, my name, Amy Bruin on Facebook. And of course I I'm old school, so I'm always pick up the phone and call me. So I've got my, in fact, I'll probably add it to my blue screen is just put my phone number down. And I'm always like, feel free to call me, text me. I'm available. Amazing. Well, feel free to check out Amy and we will link to her in the comments or at rachelpeterson.com forward slash podcast. And I will catch you guys later. Bye for now.